Hey everybody, welcome to season three of Align Your Spirit Podcast. I am Brittany Fry, your host. I'm an energy intuitive, death doula, and medium, and I am here to help guide you in connecting deeper into your soul self, ignite your intuition, and remember that you are a powerful fucking being. Now let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Align Your Spirit Podcast. This is Brittany Fry, and if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I am an energy intuitive and empowerment coach or empowerment guide. Um, I have been playing around with a couple different words to use that feel more aligned with what I do and what I offer to the world, and I'm here to show you as a woman or as a man, if you're listening, how you can really take your power back and release any fears, anything that's holding you back, um, shame, guilt, judgments, anything that you feel has really been holding you back from your personal power, your confidence, your ability to love, your ability to have compassion for yourself, and start to really anchor those back in and align to those. So today I wanted to talk about... um, the Empowered Woman Workshop. And I'm going to, for this episode, I'm going to call it the Empowered Human because I know that there are guys out there that listen. And I think that this is something that um, everybody can benefit from. And so even though my workshops right now are specifically for women, again, today I wanted to talk about this in a way that every human being can relate to. So I'm going to kind of be breaking these up into little sections and talk about different things as they come. Um, As I realize, you know, my story is unique to me, but I know as a coach, as a guide, um, my experiences um, are there to help and guide my clients as well. So I know that things that I've gone through are also things that my clients are going through or or my future clients will come to me for. So I wanted to break down some things of how we as human beings give away our power. And I recently wrote a, not roast, I I recently wrote a Facebook post there. I was kind of putting all the words together. Um, I recently wrote a Facebook post about my number one saboteur and what my experience has been when I figured out what my, what my saboteur was, and if you don't know what a saboteur is, um, I'm going to read the definition here that I found, and I will tell you about this source that I have here in a moment. Um, it says, saboteurs are the voices in your head that generate negative emotions in the way you handle life's everyday challenges. They represent automated patterns in your mind for how to think, feel, and respond. They cause all of your stress, anxiety, self-doubt, frustration, restlessness, and unhappiness. They sabotage your performance, well-being, and relationships. Whew, yeah. So a few years ago, I took this assessment, and I'm going to share this website in the show notes. It's positiveintelligence.com backslash saboteurs. And I took this assessment to discover what my saboteurs were. And my number one saboteur that came up was people pleaser. And I about 
I felt so embarrassed. I about lost it. I was upset. I was like, what the heck does this mean? And this was a few years ago. And I feel like since then, maybe it's just because it's become part of my awareness, but I feel like people pleaser is a little bit more of a common um, mainstream terminology. Like people are really starting to kind of grasp what that means. But a few years ago, I, I didn't even know what the word saboteur mean, let alone when I figured out that I was a people pleaser, I was just ready to literally slam my laptop shut, walk away and say, fuck that. Like that is not who I am. Blah, 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 blah. But little did I know the more I read about it. And after you take this assessment, it gives you like, um, you can sign up for the emails and it kind of helps you through like how you can overcome your saboteurs, which was, which was helpful. But I was in denial for quite a bit of time. And my first gut reaction from taking this assessment was anger. I was mad. I was a little bit resentful and major, major denial. But because I was in this group program, it was helpful because I had the support to work through the saboteurs and to figure out what, what it meant for me to be a people pleaser and how it was impacting my life. So because I was angry and because I was like um, in denial, a little bit embarrassed, I decided that from that moment forward, I was basically going to say, fuck that. Nope, not doing that. Uh, hell no, you know, all of these different things. And I wasn't, I, I thought I was trying to take my power back by saying no, right? Because again, one of the, one of the ways that you can understand that people give their power away is saying yes when they want to say no, right? Or doing things for others, even if they don't want to do it, or going to family functions when it drains their energy or, you know, the list goes on and on, right? Those are people pleasing things. And at that point in my life, I started to realize all of the different things that I was doing for other people. I started realizing all of the masks I put on so that I could be liked, so that I could be accepted, so that I could fit in with the people that I felt like were the most important people, right? I started to develop, and I'm going to go back for a second, years ago before I even took this assessment, I mean, I was living in a way that was not for me. I was living for everybody else. I was saying yes to things because I thought if I did, people would finally like me. People would see me. And I made sure that you know, one of the biggest things that happened in my life that still to this day is, is really hard to talk about, um, was I lost over 30 pounds for my wedding and I wanted to do it because I wanted to look good, right? That was my first initial reason behind it. But I also had this underlying feeling that if I didn't, would I be liked? Would I be loved? Would I be accepted into this family? And we, we, is still a really big deal for people, you know? And so I've, I've worked my butt off to release weight, to keep the weight off because I know that other people's opinions are very, very strong on that topic. 
and I've done a lot of healing work on that. I've, I can say that a lot of those shadows have been worked through and I can claim, reclaim and reclaim and reclaim over and over my energy and my truth on what all of that means instead of taking on the truth of other people. But doing all of those things was an act of people pleasing and it was really highly toxic very highly toxic it was very mentally and emotionally draining to the point that i was i was depressed like on and off didn't want to continue doing that right so i had to recognize in myself what was happening and so then and of course there was a lot of other things that i was doing to make sure that i was liked and accepted and i fit in but after this assessment you know i think it was the awareness of, oh my gosh, look what I've been doing. Look what I've been doing all of this time. I've been sabotaging my own happiness. I've been sabotaging making memories with my kids because God forbid I go eat an ice cream cone with them. And because the thoughts were so loud, right? The self-sabotaging thoughts were there. And it was such a it was such a hard time of my life, but I feel like I'm, I'm getting off track here. So people pleasing and that, and that saboteur, it's like when somebody calls you out on your shit, isn't it uncomfortable? Aren't you just kind of like, fuck you, <laughs> fuck off. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I mean, that's what it felt like. It felt like a punch in the gut. Like, oh, you're calling this assessment is calling me out and now I have to do something. So anyways, I sat down and I started to look at like all of the ways that I was people pleasing and how it was impacting myself and in the relationships around me. And so the anger, bitterness kind of started taking over. So I took it to the extreme, to the opposite extreme, opposite extreme. I went from people pleaser to like, F, F you, I'm not doing anything that you want me to because I'm, I'm upset that I've been giving away my power to you all this time. And not just to one single person, right? It was impacting my relationships in many, many ways. And I felt like Brittany was hiding behind so many different masks. I didn't even know who Brittany was. And there was a solid year that I asked myself that almost every day. Who am I? If I could take off this one mask, who remains below it? Oh, another mask? Okay, let's take a look at that mask. If that, if that mask gets removed, then who's there? Then what's underneath that? And so it was, a, it was a good solid year and a half, maybe a year, I don't remember exactly the timeline, of being angry and then saying, wait a second. But I'm also not an angry person. I'm also not a resentful person, right? I went from bending over backwards to now I'm going to be rude to people and upset and take and lash out on them that's not me that's not me either that's just another mask that's like a protector coming in to keep me safe because i was fed up and tired of feeling like a people pleaser and then it was like and then there was another a couple situations during that year that led me to really like not like myself 
because I wasn't showing up as me. Again, I was showing up as this person that was angry. And I must have just woke up one day and thought, you know what, this isn't me either. I can't, I can't live like this. Yes, I want to feel empowered, but is this empowered? Is this what empowerment feels like? To basically not give a fuck about anybody else and just do what I want? No. There has to be a balance, right? There has to be a balance between like being a people pleaser and then being like a complete awful person, right? So, I mean, I admit, I can look back and admit that, wow, I, I wasn't being very nice because I was protecting the pain and I was protecting those parts of me that felt neglected and abandoned. And I want to talk for a moment about like, where does people pleasing stem from? Because I think that as human beings, we all have it in us. We all want other people's approval. We all want to do things for other people. And I want to add a side note. It's not that I never wanted to do something for other people. It's just that, again, I was protecting what what was hurting so bad. So it made me kind of come off like, oh, she doesn't care about people. Um because she's being so rude and she's saying no. <laughs> but going back to our childhood, so I want you to take a look at your childhood because I did a lot of market research on people pleasing back back in November, October, November, because I was creating an, an entire program on people pleasing, which I still have in my back office and maybe someday I will be, be hosting that. But um, I did a lot of market research and I asked people, where do you think people pleasing stems from like where where does this come from and they each person that i interviewed could e easily pinpoint where their people pleasing patterns came from so i want you to think about think about your childhood for a moment or think about a child in general in the expectations that are placed on children of you know the moment that you can start to walk and talk Maybe even even before then, you know, we, our parents expect us to respect them. We have to respect our elders, right? There's nothing wrong with that. It's an expectation of society. But if we don't respect our elders or our parents or our teachers or other people in society, what happens? We get reprimanded. We may get ignored. We may feel rejected. We may not get our parents love. So that's where like the seed starts to get planted. And again, maybe it's before then. And then it just starts to continue from there, right? Because then the seeds planted and we think, oh, okay, so my parent shows me a lot of affection when I listen, or when I do chores, or when I do what I'm asked, right? So I better do that if I want more of that. And if I don't do that, maybe they don't show me that love and affection. Or I had somebody tell me that their parents back in the day, you know, as a child, it was more important for that parent to just ignore them and, you know, don't talk, don't be seen, don't be heard. This is an adult conversation or, you know, whatever. And it can go way, way deeper than that, right? There can be a lot of abuse associated with that, physical, mental, 
emotional abuse when we're not pleasing our parents or pleasing other people. So as an adult or throughout your childhood and as an adult, it becomes a trauma response. People pleasing is a trauma response because you just want to be liked. You want to be accepted. You don't want to feel abandoned. You want to do everything in your power so people see and hear you. And you start to crave attention from people that maybe their opinions don't really even fucking matter. Maybe being seen and heard from them would actually be a more toxic thing in your life. And maybe what also then happens as a trauma response is we, the people pleasers, are doing everything in our power to get people to notice us. And that's fucking toxic. Because it becomes a selfish thing. We want to get the high out of it. We want to be noticed. So we go and do things for other people that we think are an act of self-love or an act of love for somebody else, but really we're just wanting to get something out of it, some form of response. So people-pleasing is a very tricky, tricky thing, and it is a self-sabotaging act. So now, to find balance, you can ask yourself, like, am I, if, am I sabotaging myself by being a people pleaser, right? I know people who thrive off of people pleasing, who want other people's attention. They want so badly to help other people. And they feel really good doing it. But again, is it a trauma response? Or is it really in their heart? So after the year of Brittany being a complete psychotic person, I had a really great realization. And I'll save that story for another day because it is really personal and um, something I'm still reflecting on. I've shared it with a few people here and there, and it was a really good eye-opening experience. Um, And I'll come back and share that maybe another day. Um, But anyways, it was a really pivotal moment in my life. I had a really big awakening. And actually, I will say it was when I had COVID. And I think, again, conversation for another day. But that um, really opened my eyes to a lot of different things. But um, anyways, I was able to see who I really was. And I had people reflect that back to me. And it was hard. It was hard to hear some of the things that were shared with me. But it was a really good good conversation. It was a really good, crazy, 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 bad and good, but more good than bad realization. And it helped me tremendously. And I started to look at myself and ask myself like, wow, I I didn't want to be that person anymore that was rude to my loved ones or to people that really mattered to me. But I also didn't really want to be the people pleaser that just dropped everything to do certain things to be liked and to be accepted. And the number one thing that I had to really work hard on that year, even when I was angry and bitter, was myself. And doing the work to heal the shadows, doing the work to find how I was going to love myself unconditionally and deeply. 
and what that looks like. You know, working through some of these um, illusions, right, of life that illusions to me are, you know, situations or mindsets, thoughts or beliefs that is just fuckery. That's what I call it. It's just fuckery. (laughs) What it is, what illusions are, it's fuckery. It fucks with your head. And I'm sorry, I like to swear. Um, (laughs) You should have said that at the beginning. But anyways, um, I worked through a lot of those shadows. And yeah, it was uncomfortable. But it helped me to see things with a new set of eyes, a new perspective. And so this whole empowerment workshop, this empowerment, empowered woman workshop, or today, like I said, I'm speaking to the human, the empowered human. My intentions is to help you to see maybe what you haven't been willing to see or to help you to look at a saboteur and asking yourself, is this benefiting me or am I doing this for the benefit of of others? Am I living in my power or am I giving my power away? And my goal was also to, to know who I was and still to this day to know who I am. And to be my true authentic self as much as possible. And when I realize that I'm not being my true authentic self or I'm giving my power away, I can start to look at why. Why is this happening? How can I reclaim my power? How can I reclaim my energy? And so it is something that, you know, I work on continuously almost every single day. Not every day because it can be exhausting, right? Mentally, emotionally exhausting. But... I do my best and I want to be able to give the tools for you to be able to ask yourself these deeper questions, right? Who are you? Or ask yourself, who am I? Who am I today? Who do I want to be today? How can I feel empowered today? How can I take my power back? How can I look at different ways that I may be sabotaging myself and create a new pattern? or heal the pattern that is so deeply woven into your DNA, right? You didn't just wake up one day and decided to be a people pleaser. These saboteurs or these patterns are deeply rooted into our DNA. And so the more you look within, the more you can see where these come from. And you you get to decide what you want to do with it. You know, one of the people that I had interviewed that claims to be, because I asked people, do you, do you find yourself to be a people pleaser? Are you a recovering people pleaser? Are you fully recovered? Some people know that they're a people pleaser. Some people didn't know they were a people pleaser until, until I started sharing more about it. And then they thought, oh my God, yep, that's me. And some people don't want to recover. Maybe because they're, it is so deeply rooted in their trauma that that scares them. Because they may not know how to heal their trauma. They may not know that there's something else that would actually more suit and fit their needs and desires than than what this may be or what the trauma may be holding on to or protecting. You know, I, I know that there's a lot of trauma inside of me that I'm not willing to look at yet. And I know that sounds crazy, but there are things that I I know of, but I'm just like, oof. That's really big. That's really big. So anyways, I'm getting off track a little bit. 
So I wanted to share with you, I will share in the show notes, the saboteur assessment if you're interested in it. And if there's something that resonates with you in this conversation, um, this or this podcast episode that you're wanting a little bit more guidance on, I invite you to reach out to me. So together we can take the saboteur assessment and start to put tools in place to help you shift out of sabotaging patterns and beliefs and ways of being. And I get it. It's scary as fuck. I will be the first to admit I avoided this for a very long time. And again, it turned into anger. It turned into unhealthy relationships. And it turned into me putting on another mask of being a complete, rude human being. And that's not me. That's not me. Um, That's not my true self. I can be rude, I'm sure. We all can be rude. But that's not my true, authentic, to the core, Brittany. I'm not here to be like that. So I wanted to do better for myself and other people. And it has improved many relationships, many, many relationships for having this awareness and doing something about it. So if you're interested in the Empowered Woman Workshop, it is February 7th, and you can reach out to me or go to my website, www.healinglovelight.com to register for the workshop. Or like I said, I will be sharing the saboteur Um, assessment in the show notes. You can take the quiz and you can take the information and do with what you may want with that, or you can reach out and we can schedule um, healing sessions. I have coaching packages. We can work together through those things to help you have big breakthroughs. I mean, I can't tell you how amazing it feels to have the awareness and to finally say, I need to do something about this and to see the tremendous, tremendous uh, what's it called? Up levels in my life from finally just saying, I got this. I'm here to do this. I'm here to do the work. And I know that you are too. If you're listening, you're here to do the work. You're here to become the best version of yourself and to stop the self-sabotage and to really take your power back. That's what this is about. So let's together create tools and awareness and empowerment back into your life. So again, I have coaching packages, I have mentorship, boxing support, boxer support, all of the things. So again, go to healinglovelight.com. I love you all. I hope you gathered something. Please rate this podcast, leave, leave a comment, share the podcast, help me spread the word of empowerment and help create impact for those people that need it in their life. So I love you all. Have a fantastic day. Until next time, take care. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If something resonated with you today and you find someone that would benefit from this information, please share with them. Also, if you'd like to connect with me or schedule a session, please go to www.healinglovelight.com. Check me out on Instagram and Facebook, Brittany Fry. That is B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I-F-R-E-Y. See you next time.